Well, hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Did y'all record last week? We didn't. I wasn't here. Oh, that's right. You were I was down the there Houston in Bay Area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And y'all didn't record? No. Gotcha. So is that two, like two weeks in a row? Well, then. You did a mini short. Yeah, you I did, did a little mini one. one the week before. I did a little one. That's right. I definitely heard about it. This yes. week I heard from Sean that we did not. Mm-hmm. Yes, I he heard was, from Alan. Missing it. Okay. Yes. So, so Sean, our, our Alan. two faithful exactly. listeners. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And Tanner Welch. I feel like Tanner Welch, I didn't see him, but if I had, he would have said he something. He would have said something. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, this one's for you guys. That's right. We're back in action. Shout out. Redfern is not with us, but he's here in spirit. Oh, goodness. My coffee's hot. Oh. I, now, I doubt if he's here in spirit. I'm just, I'm just guessing. <laughs> you you know, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> He's at yeah, home. I got, I got more comments about that than I thought. But people were people like unhappy about it, or like that was horrible and rude, or that it was funny or too soon, or what was the kind of tone of the funny comments? and a little bit maybe too soon. <laughs> did you make a Did you make a crack? Like during the service, is that what you're yes. talking about? Yeah, because we we because you were gone, and then John was supposed to be yeah, there, yeah, and then yeah. he was gone too. But yeah, and really, even highlighting just the the goal of of any of our ministries, when the fact that we don't need somebody who's paid to do this, yeah, right. we have so many people who are willing to do it because you know Jeff Lay and and the team stepped up and did uh, the Sunday without um, any paid leadership, uh, and it was great and it, it worked well. But I had mentioned you were you were out and mentioned John was out and mentioned the wreck and mentioned he was just, he's at home now growing back skin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What he's doing. He's okay, I mean, yeah. but he needs to grow back some skin. Good. I, I thought that was a good way to actually, because that's, that's a, I mean, you I noticed even the second ways, service, yeah. you told it in the reverse order. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. But he was in a motorcycle yeah. accident versus he was in a motorcycle accident and he's okay. And that was, that was actually one of the first comments was like, no, you start with he's okay. <laughs> really? Someone like, said ah, that? Yeah. And I didn't think there was much lapse, but I was like. There wasn't. It grant, was pretty granted, much immediate. Granted, you're right. You're right. Start with he's okay. That's Man. right. Well, you, would, you would have known if he wasn't mm-hmm. by now, for True. sure. True that. Yep. Well, he's recovering. Yep. Talked to him yesterday. He's hoping to get back in the office soon. And we're progressing in First Samuel. Yes, we are. So you just Chapter finished. two. We're oh, starting chapter two. Chapter two. Yep. And are we starting with a song? Yep. We're starting okay. with Hannah's prayer slash song. And will we be there? Like when you get to something like this. Yep. Is the, do you like, I know it just depends on the passage. Is this something that you'll be able to go through the entire song in, yeah, in one? Plan. Is that the plan? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm, if, I mean, I'd love to get even a little more. We'll see if I do than okay. just the song and start getting into the story of Hophni and Phineas and Eli. But yes. Um, and, and part of that's just because there's such an obvious, it's like such a, you know, we need the screeching tire sound effect like yeah. or, or the record scratch sound effect. That's, um, I mean, you get to the end of her song and it's like, here we go. And, yeah. and these three shift. idiots, it's like Man. really painful. You've had this beautiful picture with all of its brokenness, uh-huh. this beautiful picture of faithfulness, mm-hmm. God's faithfulness and, and the faithful people trying to be faithful with him. And uh, and then he goes straight into just just devastating pictures mm-hmm. of faithlessness, which I feel like that juxtaposition is 
intentional. Right. Right. Yeah, like, I, think, I think so. Yeah. That's why I would love to be able to at least start into the oh, next okay. section Sunday so I can show the like the the way this does not transition in any comfortable sense at all. Um, it just goes straight into uh bang. Man. And, do we uh, do we have a lot of like of this kind of prayer highlighted in the Old Testament? I know like well, one of the one of the markers of which is interesting again we talked about how first and second samuel were, were one book um mm-hmm. and so second samuel uh chapter 22 actually closes with a song of david um and so here's references song of hannah and then song of david and it is remarkable how similar they are yeah. Really? um yeah really forming like an inclusio you know everything in between highlighted by the bookends um but both both have these very unique references of the horn of the metaphor of strength, referring to God as rock, um, reflecting on deliverance, salvation. Uh, and yeah. And so, yeah, so a very unique prayer opening by Hannah and then a very unique closing as the last words of David, mm-hmm. um, both with the same, same features and highlights. Yep. Cool. Well, when you, when you approach something like this, what are you, like it, I don't and I don't know how long you've uh, spent with the passage right now, Chris. Not not a ton yet. Okay, not a ton yet. I'm still getting into the the meat of it and trying to wrap my brain around it. And I'm also, if you can hear it in my voice, under the weather, so I'm a little depleted right but now. You sound you sound good yeah, on right. the mic. That's, that's why you got to get the we're getting all our advertisements <laughs> in it. We're gonna after this we're gonna record Chris singing some Marvin Gaye. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah. This. Is CNN? <laughs> no, I am your father. Anyway, um, yeah, I think, and and I think we'll we'll take a glance at Mary's the Magnificat, Ma- oh, Mary's okay. song, yeah, because yeah. they which is it, yeah. so clearly, I think, built on this. Yes, um, I think I think Mary had this song in mind when she yes. said her prayer. Um, she probably knew it by heart, as mm-hmm. any as any young Jewish woman probably would. Yes, and she cites it. Directly, so I I do have a question. When we come across something like this, are we to assume that these are Hannah's exact words? That's a great question. I don't think we have to assume that. But when you're in a passage like this, there I don't think there's any there's good reason not, not to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it doesn't. I mean, if we discovered later a copy of her prayer or her song that was slightly different or I don't even know how we would like, we end up in heaven someday and she's yeah. like, Oh, they left out verse four. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't think we would go, Oh no. Like our again, faith comes but, crashing at, down. At that I point just, we would be in heaven. So yes, know, be plenty of other builders for our faith. But yeah, um, I think, I think there are plenty of passages that probably are uh, shorthanded. Like I've, I've always, I can't imagine the conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus, like that we have the entirety of it, that mm-hmm. they, ran into each other in the dark and had about a six minute conversation. And then that was it. Right. Um, And so I do think, I do think we have plenty of examples of probably shorthanded or compressed or whatever conversations in the Bible. But, but when you're dealing with something like this, this feels like one of those where they intentionally would be saying, no, this is, this is what she's saying. Like she wrote this, she prayed it. Either she wrote it down or someone else wrote it down who heard her pray it or, you know, Penina was like, that was such a beautiful prayer. Do you mind if I write it down? Can you tell me again what it was? Um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how, 
But even uh, like I, I think this is probably an example of something that she wrote down and gave to Samuel when she came and visited him in the tem- mm-hmm. in the tabernacle, and you know would have become something that he kept, like you know his little baby book or whatever. Mm. So I, I, I would need compelling reason to think it wasn't verbatim in order to think it wasn't. Yeah, this is a case where I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any, if there's any cases where you would assume. It's verbatim. This would be one of them, actually. Okay. Um, there's no reason to think not. Okay. Um, it, and especially given its tone, that is, I mean, there's there's a couple of little. It's a little bit like Deborah's song, mm-hmm. um, where Deborah kind of mocks the fact that her enemies' mothers are weeping for the loss of their sons. That you're kind of like, ouch, man. That's kind of yeah. Mm, that's De- on the Deborah's nose throwing some right barbs there, there right? And in this one, you actually have, can you imagine her singing on the way down the hill or the way from the tabernacle where even, or singing or, or praying, where her, quote, rival can hear her, and she's saying lines like, the baron has borne seven, but she who has many children is forlorn. Hmm. Uh, again, that that seems a little targeted. Um, it, it's intriguing that a lot of times Jewish prayers and hymns do involve not only the lifting up of the humble and the defeated, but it also involves the leveling down of the uh, prideful, prideful or the powerful. Yeah. And that's that seems a little strange. At least in, every time I read it, it feels a little like I don't know that Jesus would have had wouldn't have written it this way. Mm. But this is Hannah. It's not Jesus, and so <laughs> I don't mm. think that's like e- even if you have a little bit of a problem with, gosh, that was. Kind of edgy for her to say that. Well, I mean, she's a human. Maybe she was a yeah, human yeah, yeah. being, being a little edgy in her prayer. I mean, mm-hmm. Daniel's. I mean, David's. A lot of David's psalms reference that. It's not. It's not enough that God's blessed are blessed. It's also necessary that God's enemies are squashed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't have a problem with it, even though, you know, there's a little. You're kind of a little like ouch. You yeah, know, that's wow. That's kind of kind of pointed, but. Again, she's she is a very noble and virtuous person, it seems, but she's still a person. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to have her be. I think flawless. it kind of humanizes her some too. Yeah. It's like yeah. she's not just some random character who had a really hard go of it, but it's all good. Everything's <laughs> fine. It's like, oh, she's actually feeling things. Do we have an equivalent? I was looking because I, I I was meant to look before, but didn't have time yet. Um, Parse because I crashed last night, feeling sick, but. Do we have an equivalent with Moses? I can't think of an equivalent. Like a song? A, a song or a prayer of Moses' mother. I can't think of a song there until we get all the way to the parting of the sea. Is there a... I have to look and see. Yeah, nothing that's coming to my mind. I have to look. See if there is a... Well, I'll check that out. I'll know by Sunday for sure. Um... But well, we will run into this like theme of reversal of fortune, you know, and this okay. idea of, of, yeah, this leveling, as you yeah. called it. And it will be throughout the book. And it will be one one of the themes throughout First and Second Samuels is this idea of here, here is the Lord's economy and yeah. it's it's going to flip if you're not if you're not following his ways. Yeah. Um kind of the first shall be last, you know, motif that Jesus expresses and um, the mid part of Matthew 
to to yeah to say that I'm like nope if you're if you're gonna put your coins in this ship and it's the wrong one well then it's gonna sink and yeah if you're gonna follow if you're gonna follow through with faith well then the Lord will honor that and mm-hmm. he will he'll take what is barren and he'll make fruitful. Yep. You were talking about a second ago. You were talking about David's song in chapter twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah the second second so Samuel similar. twenty-two. Yeah, that'd be fun to reference that as well. And then, you know, whenever we finally finally get to that, to go then you come all the way yeah, back, yeah, yeah. reference That's all the way interesting. back. Um, yeah, this I think this song is, um, <laughs> is is pretty amazing. And I've got I've still got to do the some of the research on the depths of it to see what else is in the middle of it. But yeah, it is it is not like. It's not subtle. It's not seek. It's not hard to tell what's being said here. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is she is stating very quickly, very clearly, that those God blesses are truly blessed because there's none holy like Him, and those who He is against, um, I mean, they are brought low, and that seems to be the the pattern of this prayer. Is a it is a we call it a song, even though it's a prayer, but it's a it's because it's it's describing God and what He's like. It's like a worship. Uh, very much like a worship song, so mm-hmm. it's it's really neat. Um, I'm looking forward to, <coughs> to unpacking it. Anyway, um, and then and then diving into Lord willing, even into the next little section. Um, Elkanah went home to Rama. Um, and then the boy was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli the priest. And again, we talked about last Sunday, the idea of a, a child ministering and worshiping and serving and, mm-hmm. and doing all that. And that's really a cool message here. And then you just, that's when you get the record scratch. Now the sons of Eli were worthless men. Especially when you're kind of presented with this idea that Samuel is now essentially living like a son of Eli. And then you get this, now the sons of Eli are worthless yeah. men. They're, they're, this is a clear Different Samuel is mm-hmm. different. Samuel's ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli, mm, and then the next. But Eli's sons yeah. are these worthless men, and this is a this is quite an insult in the Hebrew. We see this word "worthless" show up periodically, and it's mm. it's a tough. I mean, it, it just and, and it, it does mean like they bring no value to the picture. They have nothing good to give. Um, so, and it says they did not know the Lord. Now, we're going to get that line about mm. Samuel as well in the next chapter mm. when it says he did not yet know the Lord, but the Lord is going to call him. And we're going to have to get to, I, I love that, and I'm, again, I don't know how far we'll get, but I love that we have this example that is supposed to be so horrifying to us of what they're doing. And it's and yet because we're so removed we're, culturally, yeah, 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 we're, like, yeah, we're like, oh, so they were using a three pronged fork to get food out of the out of the pot and then like why what's the and and it mm. and it goes you know he's like you know give us meat that's raw or we'll take it by forced force and then verse 17 says thus the sin of the young man was very great in the mm-hmm. sight of the lord um and the men treated the offering of the lord with contempt and it it really hasn't even gone into detail into their sexual sins into mm-hmm. their all their other stuff it is, I mean, what is what is horrifying about this story is the way they treat the sacrifice. 
And it is a it is an ongoing, constant, essentially direct theft from God and God's people, and and they do they're doing it in the name of God. Um, this is this is one of those passages that should sober anyone who works in ministry mm. um, as to how seriously we take. Now, obviously, it's a different setting; it's different in so many ways. But I don't I don't think this idea of stealing from God changes. We go all the way to. Ananias and Sapphira in the New Testament doing something that's not the same, but has the same tone of stealing from God, and they still fall down dead. So I don't think that's Ananias and Sapphira, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah well, for a second, I was like, yeah. not not Priscilla and Aquila, no. the other one. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's pretty potent. Yeah. And I don't know, again, what strikes me is this idea of like, you know, Eli in his old age. Like mm-hmm. He's finally doing this in his old age. And we've, we'll run into it again with, with David and his sons, yep. like in his old age. Like what, what, what is that marker of saying like, and, and then now, now is when I'll, as a father, step in when it's right. too late. It's too late. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's, but, I, it's, but I can get it as like our own, yeah, predisposition as just fallen humans of, oh yeah, yeah. Scoot it under the rug as long as you can. Yeah, and then when it's finally like, no, it's <clears throat> I'm at my end. This has kind of come to come to be. But yeah, what what the charge to men or fathers to say? I mean, yes, of course, acknowledge it. So if it's yeah. in your old age, like finally, yeah, exactly. But what a pity! Why wait till why then? wait till then? The course adjustment is mm-hmm. so much more difficult, if almost impossible. We talk about we teach about parenting. One of my favorite parenting books, it may be on the shelf in here somewhere, but is actually a guide for training golden retrievers. And uh, I tell people like this, this will help you be a parent. If you'll read a book about training an intelligent dog, it actually is not that bad when it comes to how to, how to work with young children. And one of the Mm. first things you do is you, the dog learns that part of my role in your life is to guide you and discipline you. And they learn that early on so that that's normal. Like it's a, I remember my grandfather and my dad, you know, the first thing you do when you get a puppy was to lay it over on its back, which they don't like. And you spread out their toes and you feel between their toes, the webs, and they don't like that. And so that over time they learn, well, this is normal. Like he, he can do that. So that when they have a thorn in their paw, when, and you lay them on their back and spread out their paw to get the, they'll let you, they don't bite you or fight you. But if you wait until it's a fully grown dog to do that, they will fight you. And so it's it's just intriguing to me. This this is just bad. Bad. Is it, you think it's just because they were just busy up until now? Like they were in that mid stage of midlife of, well, I've got to build my career and build mm-hmm. my political importance, and I just I just don't understand. It's easier it for me to ignore you as yeah. a child and yeah, yeah, make it to bedtime or whatever. And then it's and then suddenly they seem to jump out, and, and we don't know that's what happened, but it seems that way in the passage, like. Yeah. Eli does not seem to be doing much about this. Well, and and back to the, I mean, I think you covered it well of, you know, here he, he walks into a sobbing woman and thinks she's drunk. Right. Apparently he's not the most observant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, not the star, sharpest tool in the shed. Huh? Yeah. And so I think, I think this highlights, you know, the former of the idea that, yeah, this was, this probably was the situation going on you know, all throughout this, even when Hannah is praying, you know, this prayer, and even when she goes and and dedicates her son, that this type of, 
you know, disrespect was happening at the, at the tabernacle. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty ugly. Um, and we get it again, partway through the chapter in verse 18, we get the record scratch back to the original note, which is Samuel ministering before the Lord clothed in a linen ephod. He's dressed like a priest. In other words, he's, Mm-hmm. He's. They're dressing him like a. I don't know if that's appropriate or not, but it's 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 what they're doing. Interesting. The mother used to make for him a little robe and take it up to him each. I mean, it's a sweet little quaint story. Right after, right after this, him. these like, oh, these guys are gross, and and then every year this became a thing. Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife. May the Lord give you children by this woman for the petition she asked of the Lord, and they would turn home. And sure enough, she would. Yep. Wow. Um, she had three sons and two daughters. Um. And I don't know if that's the if that's their sixth child or their it it is I don't, and I I'll be interested to see what the commentaries say about the fact that it did not add up to seven. Um, I don't know what that's supposed to <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Is it is it five children total? Like hey, Levi's? I mean, uh, Samuel is the first of the three sons, or if he's the fourth of the yeah. sons and or the first of four sons, it doesn't really say. But either way, you end up with either five or six children, and that. Feels like, wait, that's surprising. That's actually surprising. That it's <laughs> you didn't not want to seven. try one more. Yeah, exactly. Time. You want to have one more child? Maybe that's because you know Elkanah's worth ten kids or something. <laughs> right, so, right. Um. Anyway, and it just it, it that pattern keeps happening. This mm. oh, this these Eli's kids. It's uh, they're just a nightmare. Yeah. And then oh, but Samuel, he's yeah. awesome. What's, and then Eli's kids are how nightmare. Much, how much is it that? Yeah, Eli comes to realize how bad it is because he finally has the. Son I hadn't even thought him. about that. Yeah. Wow, he has yeah. a good son for the first time. Not wow. to his credit, that was given to him. Yeah. Not that he earned. Yeah, yeah. that's would, interesting. Would Samuel probably have spent been spending time <laughs> with Hophni and Phineas? I mean, it's not a big place. Yeah, yeah. The tabernacle is small. I doubt if he could avoid them. I'm. I don't see them investing in him in any right, way. Right. 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 But they're they're like but like seeing what they're doing, literally and, sleeping yes. with women in the front of the in tabernacle. The the, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know that he could have missed that indefinitely, not seeing the sins and the crimes of these two men. Um, and and apparently it's not just the two men; it's others who work for them are doing it in their name. In like, their name, yeah. like they're they're not only are they perverting the tabernacle and the sacrificial system, but they're leading others to do it for them. And, um, and, and what you're going to hear is that it, from God is that Elkanah has been quote, growing fat on this. Um, and that Elkanah's Elkanah being, I'm not Elkanah, Eli, Eli sorry. being profited, okay. profited. Sorry. By, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so Eli's, yeah, he's, he's not stopping this. And there's a part of the temptation is to think. And, and so it's like, it's actually the reverse. It's not that he's, it's like he's, he's gaining yeah, I, okay. well, when he gets described later as so fat that when he falls down, he breaks his neck. I, I think that's meant to be, he died from his fat. He died from his, the the years of allowing this misbehavior to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, um, and to, that he was enriched by that, his son's misbehavior. Um, so it's, it's tough. Um, we're going to, we're going to get this random quote, man of God who shows up, you know, down the yeah. way a little ways and he's going to show up and deliver a message to Eli. And, and I don't, I mean, I'm telling you what, I'm going to, I'm going to have to really wrestle through 
the fact that it, it it's going to say that God intended to destroy Hopni and Phineas, and that's part of why they kept doing their misbehavior. So we got to unpack that. That mm-hmm. that pre-modern Jewish thought is going to be because we boy we as Americans we just hate that. I do too. I, it's so hard for me to say. Why did Hophni and Phineas not repent? Well, one answer is because God wanted to kill them. God wanted to destroy them. On the same day. Yeah. And so, like, and if they'd repented, he might not have been justified in destroying them. So can't be having them repent because then I can't destroy them because that's my intention. And we just, that's just gross to us. Or when we're going to hear, I told, like that God told Eli, I told you that I would let you and your sons for generations lead in the tabernacle made you that in fact some my ESV says promised you yeah I promised you you could do that but now you can't and you go well, I'm not comfortable with that either like okay so God promised it but now he's going back on that because you're such terrible humans um I do think that's meant to exhibit just how horrific their crimes are mm-hmm. is that is that God is saying my promise it's not that my promise goes away but my promise is being transferred to somebody else um, the promise exists. It's just not for you anymore. And again, I, I feel like that's, it feels like, even when I say it, it feels like I'm kind of like, mm, I'm kind of mincing words here. So, but we'll unpack it. Mm-hmm. We'll unpack these these difficult passages okay. for sure in the church as we go through it. Um, those are the ones that, you know, you're, I'm listening to or reading through First Samuel and thinking, do I really want to try to Maybe I'll have a guest speaker. Exactly. I'll have a Can guest we do speaker. Philippians again? Let's do Philippians. Um, but my, the, I go, I'm in faith, I don't even know exactly what I'm going to say about all of those, but in faith, my experience has been when I run into passages like that, those end up being some of the sweetest mm-hmm. times of worship to connect to God in those things. So I look forward to them, even though I also kind of dread them. Um, yeah, this is. I think this is good stuff. will be encouraged. <laughs>